Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are locked into episode 145 of Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. Hosted by two guys that have never met in real life. I'm one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa and my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. And right now I am in Red Bank, New Jersey, inside the pool house. That's right. That's right. It's great. How are you, sir? I'm hanging in. I'm hanging in. I'm doing all right. Yeah? Yeah. It's, you know, cool. it's been a crazy week. Lots yeah. going on. Yeah? What's, what's been going on? Well, uh, well, we we had uh, my wife started off Monday. She uh, had a little uh, procedure done at the uh, hospital, which required an overnight stay, um, and uh, so that uh, she, uh, was uh, one of those things that uh, you know throws the, the the whole house into a hubbub, into a uh, a place of strangeness, you know, D- disarray, disarray, because uh, all of a sudden she's the every- glue. She's the glue that keeps it together. Yeah, she is, and uh, so you know, be, you know, and I like to think that I help out, you know, on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> and then but, you realize, uh, no, no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had no idea. <laughs> realize how fucking inadequate I really am. You know? It's like it's not that I take it for granted, but holy fuck, I'm not part of the solution. <laughs> I am the problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, you get all that stuff kind of thrown at you. So you know. Have the girls been off of school, or they've been done for a while? Yeah, they they they've been off for uh, like a month. So have they have they helped? Uh, they have a, they have a list of things. Uh, yeah, the problem with <laughs> okay, they have a list. Have they yes. helped? Yeah, well, they, they, well those are that, two different things. So yeah. y- you know, they, there's a lot of people get into uh, they get into parenting, and they don't realize that uh, you know it's a management gig, and but the uh, kids a lot of suck. people. <laughs> you can't yeah. fire them you know that's, that's yeah. the whole thing sure. you know you just can't uh sure, right, put it sure. i'm gonna put yeah. an ad out for some new ones <laughs> you know you don't do that um but uh no you it's 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 a management gig and so um you can you can make the list but you gotta follow up and uh figure out what's what's been done and what hasn't and all sure. that stuff and and as they get older uh they become uh they become craftier at at uh, kind of they 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 try to join the union at about age twelve. <laughs> that's <laughs> or, not or that's not my job. That's <laughs> I that's not what I I just, yeah. I've, I have a job description. No, I'm going to call do my I, union do, rep. Do I look like local one twelve? No, I am not local one twelve. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, they they yeah they start uh, yeah they start uh, lawyering lawyering up on you, but uh, it's yeah it's a challenge. So so, so ha- I mean has um, I mean is it the everyday household stuff? Is it just sort of taking care of uh, your wife Rachel? Like is it a, or a little bit it, of everything? It's been all of that. You know you you, you, uh, you know I, I want to be attentive to her needs and make sure she's uh, you know getting what she wants and you know that that sort of thing and uh, you know uh, is feeling relaxed and and able just to you know just to get some sleep and, and recover and uh, you know so, so there's that but then there's also you know I've got four dogs running around and uh, you know 13 chickens in the backyard and two rabbits and uh, kids that are trying to uh, divide and conquer so you know they, they sense a little weakness a little little stress a little strain okay so um, Monday night as an example this is uh, she Rachel's in the hospital Monday morning everybody gets home Monday night I've got uh, things uh, shut down the kitchen is uh, slick as a whistle spent a bunch of time and you know making sure that was 
all done, everything, so I could get up in the morning. I uh, got the yeah, the coffee is loaded, it's ready, it's on the timer, it's going to go off in the morning. Uh, everything's going to is going to click in the morning. Uh, not that they were really going anywhere. I don't believe on Tuesday. I'm not sure that I'd really give any rides early, but uh, things were shut down for the night. So um, Tori's got a friend that lives uh, pretty much directly across the street, and uh, so at about. After the, the, the everything was shut down and I felt like uh, you know I was tired. It had been a stressful day for everybody. Uh, I was upstairs and I uh, was just about. I was kind of watching something on TV and was just about asleep. And uh, Tori texts me. Of course, she doesn't want to come up and talk. She's she's going to text. Uh, she's going to text if she's in the next room, uh, you know. But uh, so she, she she sends a text and says uh, that the the uh, neighbor uh, friend wants to just come over and uh, uh, hang out with her a little bit and. Uh, I thought, you know, okay, she's she's old enough, you know, she's she's going to be a sophomore, and and uh, she, you know, having somebody over at ten o'clock, it's not it's not that big deal. So I'm telling myself, okay, all right, don't don't you know, don't be that kind of a you know, don't be a prick. I guess is what I'm saying. Just you know, let let her come over. So I said, yeah, that's fine. She can come over and hang out for a while. That's not a problem. Just let me know when she's ready to ready to uh, leave, so I can make sure that the door is locked. And so um, I realized, uh, so that was a little after 10-ish, something like that. I realized uh, I'd kind of halfway pretty much fallen asleep uh, a, a little bit watching TV, nodded off, and uh, woke up and I realized it was almost midnight. And um, so I texted Tori and I asked her if her, if her buddy is, is uh, still hanging around. She said, yes. I said, well, five-minute drill, uh, five-minute warning. Tell her she's, you know, it's time to time to head out i want to make sure the door is shut so uh they, they did a good job at that it was about five minutes later i hear her walking out the door door clunk i can go downstairs and uh i lock the door again all right second time place is put to bed check the back door front door everything's everything's done so i'm thinking all right this is great and then i go back up i'm almost uh, pretty much asleep again uh and uh thinking you know but not think of anything i'm just pretty much asleep again and all of a sudden i hear Two people yelling at each other, and uh, it was in the house, uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, down the hallway. <laughs> it's the girls, uh, Tori and her sister Zoe, are, are yelling at each other for some reason at midnight, twelve, almost twelve thirty, having this fight, and it's got something to do with one of them stole the other one's clothes, uh, something for some outfit that they that they wanted to wear the next day, and so um, they had this kind of fight, and then Tori ran downstairs, uh, and she knew I was going to wake up, and she was trying to just get out of the way. I think is what she was doing more or less. But uh, so anyway, so I'm, I'm back awake again. I'm like, all right. So I, again, I'm telling myself, calm down, be cool. No big deal. Just uh, they've separated. They've gone their separate ways. Things are quiet again now. All right. Go to sleep. Lay down again. Just fall asleep. My phone vibrates. I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, you got somebody in the hospital. So you pick up the phone, look at it. It's Tori. She's got a friend. Um, another friend, not the one across the street. She's got another friend. She says she got in this huge fight with her mother and she needs a place to stay for the night. Can she come to our house? And I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. And so uh, Tori comes up and she's trying to argue with me about this, about how uh, you know, her friend needs to stay and she's got this, you know, she's had this fight and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I said, the best thing she can do right now is 
if she ran out, I said, I don't believe, because we've met her mother, this this friend's mother. I said, um, and I don't believe she's the kind of person that's just going to send her kid packing in the middle of the night and say, get out of here, you know, leave the house, that sort of thing. So what I'm figuring has gone on is, yeah, they got in a fight, and she took off out of the house, and now she's on her phone, and she's trying to call somebody. She's trying to stay overnight somewhere. And her mother is probably concerned, but uh, uh, who knows what's going on. But... Um, I'm not going to let the kids stay overnight under those those pretenses. I'm just you know, and it's yeah. This is now now we're you know approaching one a.m. and I, I'm arguing with Tori about some kid wanting to come over, and I'm like, no. And so we have this big blowout about this. She's that you know thinking that I'm being completely unreasonable about all this stuff, and I said, you know, I I, I told her I said, here's the situation. I said, uh, you know, she got in a fight with her with her mother. She should apologize to her mother and and you know make up. This is what you do when you have a fight. You you uh, find middle ground, make up, go back home, and go to sleep. And I said, I'm not going to have her come over because she, if she were to come over and I can't talk to her mother about something, I think her mother's natural reaction is to go look for her and she's going to call the police and they're going to start looking around for her. And this is probably the first place they're going to come because they know you guys are good friends. I don't want a, you know, a cop knocking at the door at right. 1.30 at night. It's not, right. not my Colin job. Flynn, accessory to a kidnap. <sighs> yeah, so right. that, that was Monday night. So uh, at about... Um, so by the time this is, this, we're, we're, we're into like, it's about one thirty now and we're just, and I'm, I'm amped up now after all of this, I'd, I'd been, you know, I, I, there was too much yelling and whatever. And I was trying not to yell. I was trying to calm down about the whole thing and just, just, you know, chill about the whole thing. But now I'm awake. And I told her, I said, if this girl comes over, I said, if I hear any clunks or bumps or anything going on around the outside of the house, I said, you know, there's a motion detector on the front of the house with an alarm. You know, there's a motion detector on the back of the house with an alarm. They're both set. I've got them turned on. If anything trips the alarms, or if I hear, you know, something weird going on outside the house, I said, I'm just going to call 911 and assume we've got a break in. Which made Tori cry. She'd start crying. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's unreasonable. Because um, maybe she had something uh, planned that they, I don't know, she was going to sneak her in or out. Uh, I, I don't know. But uh, it was a lot of drama. So that was Monday night. <laughs> Start of the what, week. What time did you get to sleep? Um, I don't think I really slept soundly uh, after that all night long. Uh, because yeah. n- n- no, you, you Did know. you take time off of work? Did you have a flexible schedule so that you could be around for Rachel for the week? Yeah, my my workplace is is very very chill, very laid back in that regard. So you know, I was in and out and kind of did the, the stuff I uh, needed to there and just left when I needed right, to. So right. it, yeah, it was pretty chill that way. So it all worked out. But um, and the rest of the week actually after all of that with the, with the uh, girls went uh, easier. I think we had had um, you know the, the 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 blowout got pat we got past that and it was. Uh, it was a lot, a uh, lot, lot more. So I don't know, just chill. Um, but uh, now, how's Rachel doing and feeling? How's her recovery? She's recovering well. She's, uh, she's, uh, I think, on on track with where you know they would expect her to be. So, was anyone was anyone in the household, including the uh, the animals, was anyone a burden to her in any way at any point, like, or, <laughs> or or could you kind of gauge? Could you gauge how well she was doing to how things may have affected her throughout the week? Like, I, oh yeah, know, she's back. Yeah, I think she's uh, you know she's she slept a lot, and but I, but I think for the most part it's been uh, I, I I would hope that when she looks back at it, she's going to uh, look back at it and uh, and. Uh, 
think this this worked out pretty well. Has, I, she, I, I has she been sort of has she been uh, not necessarily bedridden or or bedridden at any point or like doctor's orders kind of stuff for recovery to very much take it easy? No, they had her up, you know, walking before she left the hospital. It was just an overnight thing, so they had her up the day the day of and everything. And right. uh, so they tell you to you know. Not to overdo it or anything like that, but just uh, you know, you should be up and walking around and. Well, yeah, and I mean, because I, I, so. I, I, depending on you know on procedures and when you're you know even just for an overnight thing, I, it's just like I mean, for me personally, I want to get back to moving and walking mm-hmm. and like you know what I mean, just to even the, just for I do ma- yeah. mainly for your for your your mental health, you know. Like, yes. like, yeah, obviously you want your physical thing to go there, but it's just like I don't know, like uh, having been in a hospital. A number of times, uh, the stroke being the worst, but even then, I was I could move around. It's just I get the, you get that like ugh, I just want to get out of here for a minute. Like I want to go to like a I'll go to Costco and I hate Costco. Whatever it is, like get me the <laughs> fuck out of this place. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So uh, you know, yeah, I think she's done pretty well that way. Um, it's funny because the, these girls now are at this age where the um, they're they're not this they're not particularly even the same size. They're they're both about the same build, but Zoe's quite a bit shorter than than Tori is. Tori's, I know she's probably like five seven, five eight somewhere oh, wow. in that range. Yeah, wow. But, Kylie's five six. Kylie's fifteen. She just turned fifteen. So she's Tori's a little bit younger. Sixteen, right? Sixteen, right? But she yeah. just turned sixteen uh, earlier this year, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, April. Right, yeah, yeah. So because can't, yeah. So Kylie's going to be a sophomore as well, but she's a very young sophomore, and oh, Cameron yeah. is going to be a junior at seventeen, and he's actually a young junior as well, right? Because right. you know, but uh, but I'm just curious, like to get gauging. That's uh, that's pretty tall. Like how old? How tall is Rachel? Rachel's five ten. So, oh yeah. wow! Wow. Okay. And, yeah. And she's that's, Dutch. Yep. She's got she's got a tall, bunch of tall people in her family. Her her grandfather was right, like right. six five. Right. And you're like the tallest in your family at like five eleven. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm five seven and and not a tall like I mean I think I have a big personality, but I'm five seven. I didn't know that I was short. You know, yeah. I know I'm not tall. And so, yeah. I, yeah. And so anyway, so you're saying so so she, so the girls are uh, closish in age because how old is Zoe? Uh, Zoe is 13. And she's going into 8th? or She is going into 8th. Okay. That's correct, yeah. Right, right. So, yeah. okay. So, and, and but... Uh, so, they, they fight over clothes. It's, it's, the, it's the big thing. How do they even fit into the same clothes? With well, that's what difference. I'm... That's, but they do. I mean, with, like, shorts and things like that. So, they're they're constantly robbing each other's closets and fighting over, you know, whatever. They're, they wear about the same size shoe. That's another issue is the shoe thing. You know, she's got my shoes on. And uh, so, there's been that stuff, but... Um, do they ever ask one another? No. Well, they sometimes, sometimes, yes. I guess they do. Would I shouldn't they say share? no. Or, uh, they're, they're more likely to, there's a little sharing that's amicable, you know, that, that does go on, but there's right. also a lot of just, you know, just poaching, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. like, I mean, that's one of the main reasons I had a boy and a girl. Just yeah, you planned it, it that way. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just thought I'll have slow swimmers. Uh-huh. Yeah, this first you, one, yeah. I'm going to slow the swimmers down, and uh, uh-huh. yeah. second one, yeah, my, gonna, my kids were gen- genetically engineered. The CRISPR, yeah. they did. We did a thing. We, we did the CRISPR thing. The, yeah, yeah, that's right. CRISPR his balls on some ice just so they would be. Uh, so, so faster. where did they? Where did the, this land with their little? Uh, did you have them fight it out? And well, they 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 have yeah they kind of 
that's exactly what what happened is they kind of fought it out but they both were trying to steal i uh, before uh, rachel went into the hospital i actually just for the fun of it ordered her uh, a couple of uh of uh, like jogger style uh pant things that i thought would be comfortable when you get out of the hospital sure. so i just was one day i was just online and and uh, i was looking around and i was like okay i saw okay so there's a, a brand that surprises me that is popular now because for a long time it was anything but popular but now apparently it's kind of the shit which is uh champion i was gonna oh. say champion like i just you know what i'm not surprised by that and i feel like i've actually seen it on instagram yeah, it's like, popping up everywhere now. Uh, yeah, because you're yeah. right. That's like an old school, like, kind of, I mean, yeah. uh, Under Armour just, like, skyrocketed. That was one of them, and then there was another brand that it was like, like, Champion was big in the 80s. Like, yeah, but it was always kind of perceived as kind of, I always, at least in my mind, I always thought Champion was just kind of discount-ish, kind of, you know, not. No, I think, that, I think they had a moment. Yeah, maybe. I, I never, for me, I didn't think it was ever on the level of like uh, Nike, certainly. But no, or, definitely not. But like, I thought even Russell, Re Reebok back in the day. Uh, yeah. I thought Russell Athletics was the one that was like the like low rent. Yeah, one. yeah. And then Champion was at least where I grew up uh, in the eighties. Yeah, they they started making well, like socks, like more like casual. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. I, you're right. A little I think, bit, but yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. So that's becoming a thing, huh? Yeah, so that's becoming a thing. So when I ordered these these uh, these pants, these jogger pant things, I, I ordered uh, these Champion. Which uh, when the girls saw those, both of, both of them were trying to. Is, is she going to wear? There was like they asked me, is "She going to wear these?" Because I'm thinking. I could wear these today, you know? <laughs> I was like, no, you're not wearing those. Uh, and uh, so anyway, yeah, I even got included with it way more than I wanted to. So yeah, there, there are things when you have uh, that many uh, women in the house that, uh, you know, you're going to get, uh, you're, you're pulled into, uh, you know, tampons and, and uh, makeup remover and, uh, you know, um, there's more cotton balls around than uh, I'm used to or, you know, well, I am used to it, but yeah you're outnumbered i guess put it that way so but anyway yeah so they, they've they've fought over the clothes but now we're kind of we got a little routine going and uh, i think that uh is is halfway working i've learned that with the with the chore stuff i just have to keep following up and uh i tried to be like with some stuff you try, i try to be very specific in the instruction so that they can't uh you know say well i didn't know that you know you meant sweep all of that you know so i try to say start here and do this you know give them some landmarks that sort of stuff uh still you know it's like okay go up and check no part of it's not done yeah and so you just gotta keep keep after it so but, but it's a management gig it is and a lot of parents don't like that and that's why uh there's a lot of shit bird no, shit bird, I, I shit bird kids shit i, bird I kids. love it you love it you love the no, i'm uh, serious it's honestly it's amazing it's great it's like it's like being you have to like be a detective sometimes right yeah it's like you know your kid so so you know i've been working on this tv show and uh i was you know from sunday night so i've it was today's saturday and um so i have worked seven days out of the three days that I was supposed to work. So I'm in overtime now. You know what I mean? Like I'm in nice. extra time. Like they, they booked me, I drove a van and so I'm still on the job. Right. So, so this, this week, you know, I normally stay in Staten Island at my parents' house because I, you know, I usually start my pickups somewhere in Manhattan or Brooklyn. It really depends. Right. And, uh, so crazy long hours. I'm not home. You know, I stayed in Brooklyn a couple of nights and, 
their mom, Andre, you know, I live in, you know, her pool house on the property, you know, like we're, we kind of co-parent and, you know, we, we're like ships in the night. We kind of pass and she normally works in Manhattan, but she had to travel for work. Her company is based out of Minneapolis. So she goes there and she's going from, I think, Wednesday for like two nights, I think, Wednesday and Thursday night. Now, Kylie's birthday was on Tuesday, the 17th of June. And uh, I don't know what she did on that day. I think it was her last day of school, maybe. And and then on, I think it was Wednesday the 18th, she's going to see Billie Eilish. You know this, mm. this right? So Billie yes. Eilish, real big now, like stupid big. I you have know, been listening she, to I her song. I think she wears Champion. She wears very big, baggy, oversized clothing. Yeah, I just she recently does. learned that part of the reason, uh, she's only 17 years old. Um, she, she does that so that she doesn't become sexualized, which I was like, oh, wow, wow. Like, I, I want to look into it more because I'm like, that's pretty cool. Because I've been like, why is she wearing those crazy big lips? Anyway, so Kylie loves the concert. It's great. My mom came here in the middle of the afternoon, you know, because she doesn't have a way to get to Manhattan. So she and her friend uh, Zoe uh, got picked up. My, my mom went took Kylie out shopping because she wanted to buy a specific outfit for it, which was this, like, crop top thing with, like, a belly expo. Like, I was like, really, Mom? Like, you allow... <laughs> <laughs> she should dress like Billie Eilish to big, giant champion clothes. Yes, and, exactly. Uh, so anyway, so she goes to the concert. She loves it. It's fantastic. You know, and so, and then my mom, she totally forgot that my ex-wife was traveling for work. She knew that I was working and not going to come home. It's too far for me. And she's like, oh, I dropped them off. Maybe I should have stayed. Now, Cameron wasn't home. He was sleeping at a friend's. All right, cool, whatever. You know, you're... He's, he's done with school. She's done with school. Kylie's pretty good. You know, like, I don't worry about her getting into trouble. Cameron, you know, he's been drinking and doing his thing. But, you know, like, I'm, like, texting him. But, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Right? It's just part of the gig of being a parent and having teenagers or, you know. So um, now it's uh, Thursday rolls around. And, uh, you know, I'm still working. And a little bit of communication with Cameron. His glucose monitor, he's a type 1 diabetic, as you know. He isn't working properly. So, you know, check on him periodically. Hey, Cameron, how are your glucose levels? What are you doing? How do you feel? Whatever. And uh, so that night, I don't know, my ex-wife and I are texting a little bit. She sends a group text to all of us that she's not going to be home on Thursday night. She's delayed because of weather, right? So there's shitty weather in in uh, Minneapolis, and there's shitty weddy weather in New York, New Jersey. Intermittent rain. It's like it's just fucking weird the whole week. And uh, so she gets delayed a full 24 hours. So she's not coming back till Friday night. So now she and I are talking. We're checking on you know what what about Cameron? Kylie's going to sleep over her friends, uh, and she says. Um, uh, it's fine. He's fine. You know, I'm like, well, yeah, okay, but you sure? And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, you're right. His glucose monitor is not working. Maybe we should ask your mom. I didn't really want to ask my mom because she, the night before, I mean, she spent like seven, eight hours, you know, picking up Kylie, taking her shopping, driving her into the city, waiting for her in Manhattan, just sitting in her car, waiting for them to get out. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, mm -hmm. that's a lot, right? And so, so we go back and forth. Now I'm pretty busy at work that night, and so I'm and and I think I worked like a 19-hour day, right? So it's like I was just waiting to be done, and I really didn't want to ask my my mom, you know, like. But I I think I tried to call her, couldn't get through, 
And so, so she never really, she didn't go. So I get back, um, I didn't get back until late last night, Friday night. I got back at like almost 12.30 at night, you know, the morning, Friday night. And I walk into the pool house and I see like the cat, like the cat's food is moved into a corner. Like I see there's like the floor is sticky in a few places. I go into the bathroom. I'm like, where's my little hand towel? I don't know where the fuck that is. What? And I look at the, um, the shower curtain. I was like, the shower curtain's been moved. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of a little, not OCD, but I know where things are, right? I, and I know that I made it even and whatever. I said, what the fuck? There's no bath mat. There's, I'm like, there's like like leaves and dirt and my, and like the, my butt. Everything's like, like weird shit. Like nothing crazy, right? There's no beer bottles. There's no shit. Like, what the fuck? So now Cameron gets home a few minutes after I get home. He, because I, I, I texted him, I like Cameron. I just got home. Where are you? Oh, I lost track of time. Like, w- where are you? On my way home. On my way home is not a place. Okay. No, like, like w- <laughs> I said, you know, I'm at my friend Jeffrey's house. I'm in Ryan, you know, Ryan's car. On my way home, driving through Red Bank. You know, I'll be home in five minutes. Nothing, right? Yeah. He gets home. He sits here in the. I said, Cameron, come here. Sit down. Where have you been? What's take? Why do you forget? Don't you have to work tomorrow? Blah. All this shit. Like, and he's like, um, he, he, he's, I like, what the fuck? What's this dicky? What's going on? He said, I, I had a few friends over last night. What do you mean you had a few friends over? I don't know. Three or four. Okay, three or four. Which friends? I don't know. And he's kind of glossy. I said, how, how much did you drink tonight? I did like two shots. Like, you did like two shots or exactly <laughs> two shots? Like vodka, right? Like, how much? Like, I want to know. Like, give me a specific. Like, sometimes he'll do like water bottle. I had like half a water bottle. I said, you do know that that's a, that half a, a water bottle is like eight shots of vodka, right? You know what I mean? Like, like I'm right. like, I kind of yes. want to like get a sense. You know, a, a water bottle is 16 ounces, right? A shot is two ounces, right? So that's at least at least four, right? It's a generous shots of vodka. Like, what the fuck? Like, so, and it's more that he's a type one diabetic, and also I don't want my kids lying to me, right? You don't have to tell me every fucking second of every moment of what your night was like, what you did, who, you know what I mean? But just give me a gist of it, right? Right? Like, I'm not an idiot. But I totally understand the fear because we don't punish him. We don't give him a, so. And I realize, all right, he's a little bit drunk. He's a little bit tired. Fine. He goes, he goes upstairs. And then I go into the bathroom and I open up like the bottom of the, because I, when I left here, this place was really clean, really in order. And when I was a kid, I used to fucking put everything back, like everything meticulous. I mean, I think I took Polaroids of shit. Like I was like working continuity on a fucking movie. Like, okay, that was there. That was there. Okay. You know, and, and I'd wear gloves. I didn't wear gloves. <laughs> they didn't finger gloves. But, but, you know, so you're down. And, and I see that there's a hand towel. The one that you use after you wash your hands to dry up, and it's yeah. underneath the sink. Like, and I'm thinking, and, I'm, and I pick it up, and I smell it. it. Doesn't smell like puke. Doesn't smell like alcohol. It's a little bit wet, but I'm like, what? It's like, what happened here? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, like, but of all the places, like, it's fine that you use the hand towel to do whatever you did with it. Maybe I don't know. I don't want to start thinking about it. You know, because so. But I'm like, well, these three fucking four kids, and I'm even with the shower curtain coming down. I'm like. 
my friend Cameron's hanging out with his friends. Like, was there like a gay, like a mini gay orgy going on here? Like, they, but they fucking in the fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like, like now my head's going in a weird place. Like, and I'm like, and I'm trying to like clear it from my head. And I now I just want to kind of know, like, what I mean. All right, so, so that happens. Mom, his mom gets home from her trip to Minneapolis. I talked to her about it a little bit, very briefly though, because it's late. She's tired, and she seems to be okay with everything. You know, this was just last night. Two now this morning, wake up. Cameron goes to his EMT class or whatever he had, and uh, when he got home, I, I asked him again. I said, "So, Cameron, how many people did you have over on Thursday night?" He's like, "I don't know, six or seven. I said, "Yeah, but last <laughs> night you said three or four. And then I start pointing out more things. And then immediately he just breaks. He's like, all right, I had a party. (laughs) So his mom had found like, she was like, oh, and the other thing was he volunteered that he wasn't drinking. I don't even think I asked him if he was drinking. He's like, yeah, just three or four friends. No, we weren't drinking. I was like, okay, that's cool. I didn't ask, but, you know. So so now, uh, you know, when I was talking to his mom uh, earlier today while he was at his EMT class, he's like, "Um, did you – He's like, yeah, he was drinking. I was cleaning up the pool. There was like a, a, a cork, like a wine cork in the pool. I'm like, okay. And so he gets home. And I said to him, I was like, Cameron, you moved the ping pong table, didn't you? What's going on here? Like, and, and he just broke. He's like, yeah, I had a party. I had these people over. I said, why did you like move the cat food and the ping pong table? He's like, whenever my friends come over, they open up the ping pong table and they break it. Like they fall into it or whatever. So I moved it into the kitchen. I was like, okay. I said, what else? What were you? He said, oh, yeah, someone broke a wine bottle in the kitchen. I was like, how did they break a wine bottle in the kitchen? Why were they inside the house? You know what I mean? Like, have you? have a pool house here and you have this whole patio area he's got another just uh, so he said he had about I, I said how many people were over he's like less than 20 like 17 <laughs> i still don't believe the number you know what i mean like <laughs> it keeps growing like, like nobody was like working the door with like a little clicker you know it's like but, two three so, six seven seventeen <laughs> so so he's <laughs> like so i still don't expect that i've gotten the truth so i mean i'm like i'm still discovering things like in in the pool house on this little table in the corner, I have a uh, you know the uh, the pe- the Charlie Brown Christmas the peanuts the Christmas tree like yeah. the real like yeah. I have one of those a little tiny desktop one it plays like the peanut song you know you know and yeah. and it has like one little red um, ornament like a glass ornament that hangs from it just like the one in in Charlie Brown you know Christmas and. Right. Uh, but I have like a little bin. I don't know why I haven't put it away. Like I had it set up and I just don't think I could find the box for it. It was never a priority to me. I just didn't pay attention to it. So I've got this little like container of these tiny red glass ornaments. And 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 there was only one there, but the ornaments were next to it. Every single ornament is on there and there's a ping pong table in the middle of it. <laughs> I said to Cameron, I'm like, Cameron, who? and then he figured out which friend did it. I was like, was it that good a party or that bad a party that someone decided to decorate the little fucking Charlie Brown Christmas tree? So I expect for weeks I'm going to discover shit and, uh, and you know, Kylie knew about it. She said, oh, yeah, I saw that on the snap on Snapchat. I said on Cameron's Snapchat story, he's like, no, he blocked me and you a long time ago. So one of his, <laughs> apparently one of his friends, uh, Brianna, oh, um, yeah, uh, the friend posted, can, yeah. yeah, posted a thing. But she's like, I knew that he wasn't, you know, like that you guys weren't home, but I just didn't really know. Oh, that's right. She was away. She was sleeping over friends. They went up to like, up by like Connecticut or like Rye Playland. 
So it was a perfect, perfect opportunity. Oh, and not only that, my mom, my mom volunteered to come and check on Cameron. (laughs) Good job, mom. And and no, before this, and and even though I didn't ask her, unbeknownst to me, she just kind of was aware that he was here and he's a type one diabetic and maybe she should come down and be, you know, like stay over, check on him, whatever, maybe sleep in the pool house. And... And and I found out from Cameron. He said to me, I, "Oh, oh." I said, "Yeah, I, I was going to call my mom and ask her to come down." He's like, "Oh no, I got out of that." He's like, "I I told her I was staying over at my friend Ryan's house." <laughs> and I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" It's like it all comes, you know. But these kids, I mean, I, like I, I I'm not obsessed with the fact that he had the party. I am concerned for real, in the sense that neither his mom nor I were here, and that. He's having a pool party with, you know, 16 to 18-year-olds with alcohol, and it's all fine until something happens. Right, and, right, and, right. And so I don't want that the thing that happens to involve um, someone in the neighborhood calling the police. I especially don't want it to involve a kid getting hurt. Right, especially if there's alcohol involved, and it's it's not the liability because because quite frankly, it's not my liability because I don't own this house, you know. Um, but, you know, it's so I want to take it seriously, but I also want to give him his freedom and try to, you know, I it was even talking to his mom earlier and said, you know, what, I don't really want to put like the security camera up where I have an app or whatever. I said, especially in the pool house because I don't want to be, I don't want to end up seeing things that I'll never be able to unsee. <laughs> But yeah, but maybe it's not a bad idea to put it somewhere on the second story of the house, or in the pool house upstairs in my room, right? And and point it to the pool, right? So that in in those times where his mom and I aren't around, at least I would get an alert that there was movement, and then I could see like, all right, he's got friends over, right? You know, there still might be things that I could see outside in the pool. That I might not, you know, may never be able to unsee, but at the same time, I could kind of discreetly kind of just get that away and then just reach out to him almost randomly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, just checking it, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a lot and it's exhausting and, uh, you know, it's, you know, what it took for someone to listen to me say all that, that's it's still just with me you know but i'm you know it's not that the sky's not falling it's just you know the concern is the next couple of years and sort of when he goes away to college and i just want him to be i just don't want him to do something so stupid that'll be life-changing yeah that's that's you know that's the 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 issue right there you don't want something happening when they're 15 or 16 that there's still repercussions for when they're 18 or or or, yeah or you know it has an impact on college or i mean just right there's so many things you know and and i just i don't want to have any issues with other parents where you know what i mean like like i it's i've not had an experience where anyone has pointed the fingers at me or my ex-wife uh, and I was always mindful not to point the finger at other kids and other people's parents unless it was really black or white, you know, really right, right, right. You know, uh, because you know that that could shift and change at any point, right? Where it's your kid that's the problem or seems to be the problem, and then the you know the perception of all of it is never is rarely the reality, right? It, it it's you, you might I don't know, and you'll and you may never know exactly what happened. 
yeah, you you probably won't in most cases, and that's that's probably a good thing. But you know, yeah. but for me, yeah. I like you know, I, I I'm kind of like amused by discovering things and being like, what the fuck, and trying to like reverse it's weird, engineer though. what happened here. Yeah, and it's weird though. You I mean you talked about the idea that there uh, the potential repercussions for something happening later. I, there was a that thing in the news this week i don't know if you saw that about the uh one of the guys that had been i one of the students at uh one of the shootings i think it was at the marjorie stoneman douglas um that was the one in florida uh, Florida, right right? Uh, yeah, Yeah. yeah So uh, one of the students there, it was uh, one of the ones that was actually kind of pro-guns or spoke out about guns afterwards that had been, he had been accepted into Harvard. And uh, this week, Harvard rejected his uh, application based on information that they found out about some stuff. Some uh, I thought at first when they talked about it, it was social media stuff, but it was actually not exactly social media he he had made some uh and they said uh, this kind of bothered me because you hear part of a story and you don't know exactly the context but um he had made what they said were racist um uh, racist statements in some and they they were shared google docs that were students had at at the school there so they were working on a project and they were google docs and something he said was racist and they said there were some uh private messages that were um that went back and forth it wasn't something that he had posted you know in front of everybody in the world to see it was something that he thought was going to be private now if it was truly racist uh okay he's a 15 year old again Uh, does a 15 year old do something that gets them in such trouble that they should be held accountable for it when they're 18 um that's that's to me oh wow that's you're talking uh that's pretty pretty tough punishment but then i also wondered what the racist thing was about it it kind of intrigued me and the reason reason i was wondering about it was so much because i've kind of been on this uh uh, pretty heavy uh hip-hop uh thing myself i've been listening to a lot of a lot of uh a lot of uh music that has a lot of uh, language in it that's you know there's a lot of the the n-word there's a lot of misogyny there's a, lot a lot of misogyny of, correct still yeah, there yep yeah it's it's all still there you know there's there's you know it's it's what what's going on in the music and if you're a 15 year old and you decide i'm listening to a lot of this music i think it's hard for a lot of those people um the white kids is what i'm saying to um realize where the line is and and um what they can what they should be saying what they shouldn't be saying or how they should even be thinking about it uh, there's not a lot of it's not, it's not like you know you're a you're a ninth grader and there's a group at school or a class at school where they're saying okay let's let's talk about nwa and uh you know white kids how you should feel about that um you know and what your what the what the appropriate reaction to that should be right. um you know uh, we, we're not giving these kids a lot of guidance and, yeah uh, yeah i found i found this uh i quickly googled harvard rejection and it was like and and the it's there's npr harvard rescinds admission of 10 students over obscene facebook messages which is weird that kids that age are on facebook so that's bullshit it's not facebook messages true, it's, yeah, a ter- yeah, yeah. it's not a perfect headline so and and here's here's the opening uh to this story this week saw a remarkable collision of free speech toxic internet culture and more unfolding at one of the world's most uh, prestigious universities uh anyway and and so so here's the part and so uh, listen camera so i i'm fairly i never mind i'm not going to talk about my son in this story at all um i don't want (laughs) to i don't want to implicate him even in private group messages but but here's the thing is that um, there was one part where uh, they there was a group 
a group chat here. The students in question admitted in early December formed a group chat known variously as General Fuck-Ups and Harvard Memes for, for Horny Bourgeois Teens. As what, at one time, it had as many as 100 um, uh, members. They sent one another images with captions that were racist, anti-Semitic, and that made light of pedophilia, among other offensive themes. Now, so so here, this is all this is going on, and I have said this so many times, I know that I've said it on the show, is I hear these fucking people, my age, Generation Xers, you know, not so much baby boomers, but more Gen Xers, and a little bit younger, that they, oh, we got a bunch of fucking pussy snowflake kids, blah, blah, blah. And they're also politically correct. And I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about because I uh, I know my son and, and his friends and they're just like teenage boys that I remember. You know what I mean? Like like and the memes that I don't even pay attention to, like one meme has so much information and says so much. And it's like there's you know, it, it, it covers on so many things, and sometimes it's racist, sometimes it's homophobic, and, and a lot of times it's just a dumbass joke, and yes, it's offensive, but we've, as a culture, I think we've been into offensive, crazy shit, and that's what you tend to do at that age. You push the envelope of what is wrong, you know? It doesn't mean that it defines you in that moment, or but it will, but now it does. So, I mean, no tiny violins for people that write and say stupid shit, but our fucking president does it every fucking day <laughs> you know what i mean like so yeah, it's like i, do, I mean, yeah. no no you know what i mean like it's, it's like I, I, again i'm not pointing the finger at him i'm just saying that here is a 72 year old man who tweets in a weird way and and says shitty things maybe not so much the sexual he's i mean he's He's smarter, you know, smart enough not to joke about pedophilia, things that he likely would have joked about in private, like grabbing a woman of the pussy, right? But, you know, even if he didn't literally mean he did that, he there's a way. You know what I'm saying? There is a culture beyond just the really stupid internet trolls. You know what I mean? Yeah, there is. And and the idea, okay, so the stuff, you know, you're talking about old guys and, and politicians. Okay, so... Biden right now they've they've been pointing out some things that he's and I think this is the kind of go-to strategy I think for some of the people he's running against right now that there's there's a, a, a there's a, a, a undercurrent that's uh, that's happening right now is where they're trying to find the old stuff that Biden's done and, uh, and try to pull it out now to try to you know do something to get him off the 20 point lead that he's got right now over everybody else and so they're trying to pull these things out so it was so one of the things this week was an, it was a racist thing they said he had um, I don't know how long ago this was I think it was in the like the 70s or something like that he's been around as a politician forever way too long but uh, you know that's a whole other whole other thing to talk about with uh, term limits and whatever but um, he had uh, been he, he had been a politician in a time where um, politicians uh democrats uh even probably uh middle of the road republicans uh were actually in conversations with and talking to uh and meeting with 
people that were KKK members, which um, sounds crazy, but if you're old, if you're if you're my age, as an example, if you're old enough to remember, there was a governor and the governor of Alabama, George Wallace, who ran for president and got a lot of support in the South for a long time, and a lot of Southern politics was uh, revolved around this guy, and he was as racist as they could possibly be. Sure, he was, uh, you know, he had to have been a card carrying member of the KKK. Would would a politician in that day and age have uh, wanted to ignore everything that was going on in the South uh, based on uh, that ignorant, you know, fucking guy, you know, kind of running things at that point. No, they they were all. It was a, it was a day. It was an age where 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 things were different. You know, we we had uh, we were under the assumption that oleo margarine was better for you than butter. We had mothers who were feeding us Tang breakfast beverage every morning because it was supposed to be good for you, and the astronauts drank it. Okay, all of those were poisons that were being dumped down our throats by our mothers. <laughs> It was. We've learned. We've moved on since then. We've we figured some shit out. Um, Joe Biden's probably changed his position on things. Hopefully, but right. Uh, right but yeah, I mean, I mean, he, so he, you know, so he, here's. There's so much going on with this, right? He's the. Tw- there were twenty. What was it? Twenty one candidates were they in Iowa? Uh, I think we ended up with yeah, right around twenty one. 20, I think of 20, the twenty four. Of the twenty four. Yeah. I think whatever, and that number is changing, right? And right, so. Like the Democrats are, are chomping at the bit, right? And they're and and now here they are. It's relatively relatively early, and Cory Booker went right in with this. You know, Cory Booker, uh, he's uh, black. He was uh, the mayor of Newark, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a fairly you know affable guy. I mean, so yeah, he, fucking yeah. so is Biden. You know, and. Uh, and and Biden's doing well with just about everyone, male, female, and not everyone, but the people that I've heard interviewed about him. And, he's doing. I've looked at some of the polls, and he's yeah. doing well with some with some demographics with, that surprise an me. African American, a yeah. lot of African American yeah. women, like a lot of lot going on with. So right. so now you know, and so even though Biden said what he said recently uh, about that time and working, you know, because he's an old school politician with those old school guys, <laughs> it, it's still. You know, I think Cory Booker went in and, and made a move, uh, and I think Kamala Harris was a little bit smarter about it. I think I think she yeah. was a little bit more diplomatic and realized because the the thing that they, really is a bad idea right now, I think, for any of these of these Democrats, is to to come too hard at one another. Right? It is you know, uh, Trump did it very well, and he just like mowed down all of them, and they couldn't do a damn thing. And I don't know. I don't know that Biden can get away with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think he just needs to stay the course and just be him, and just like. But I, I don't know. At some point, I I, I think it's going to bite them all in the ass. Yeah, keep, you know what I mean. I just think yeah. it's, it's going to be. I, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to recover from it. There comes a point where if if you look at uh, and I think the best place to kind of gauge all of it is there's a website called Real Clear Politics, and they have a um, well place there. It's it's easy to find if you go to realclearpolitics.com. Go to their homepage. They they aggregate all of the polls. So they take um, every single poll that exists and they they put them all together and and then they average the polls. So um, I think that's maybe the most accurate way. I think I'm not a statistician and. Um, you know, uh, there, there may be a better way, but um, it, that seems to me to work pretty well if you take all of them and, and then average them, the, the thing out. And so they, they, their average shows, I think, that Biden's up by uh, over second place Bernie Sanders. He's up like 
you know, almost double um, at this point if you take the average of all those. And um, I guess they've got to be wondering all of these guys that are, you know, the five percenters, the like the, the Cory Booker's, the, the uh, Kamala Harris, and um, people like that, uh, Elizabeth Warren, um, everybody that's in that in that you know that uh, sort of the second tier of of candidates behind uh, behind Sanders and and Biden, they. They know that at some point, you know, it's, it's like a horse race. You know, there, there's there's some point where you've got to, you know, you got to make your move. You got to, you know, go to the whip and <laughs> and uh, make you make your uh, your cut to the rail. I'm I'm sounding like a real sports guy here, um, but uh, how that works, I don't know. Um, it's it's going to be really fun to watch to see if anybody can can do that if anybody can uh, all of a sudden and make some sort of a ploy uh, to advance their you know because when when I, when, I get, when we get far enough into this you know if you're still you know if somebody's got uh, you know 32% of the vote and, and the next place person's you know sitting about you know, 17 or something like that it's obviously it's not enough so you know you got to cl- close that ground and uh, i think like i said right now that what they're trying to do is they're they're looking for skeletons in the closet uh biden's been around forever and so he's you know if if the there's <laughs> if anybody's got baggage it's going to be him so um but he's an elder he's an older guy with with the age comes wisdom and there's a lot of people that look at that and go i'd rather uh, you know take what i know from biden than what i don't know from a lot of these other guys so um i just hope there's one of them that's strong enough to to be stronger at the end than donald trump that's where well yeah well i mean here's i i'm not even gonna vote Okay, I'm not. You're voting. not voting. No, 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 no. I'm not. You voting. vote. Vote for me. I'll vote for you. I, no, I, no, no. I'm not voting. I'm moving I'm, out of the country. You're moving. Where, yeah. where are you going? Uh, Iran. You, you, <laughs> I, look, I know that they shot down. How much was that fucking drone that they shot down? The unmanned. Uh, was it a two hundred million? Did they put a value of it? Are they I know. Worth it was that it much? whatever it was. I swear to God, it was a stupid. Like I heard, I heard the story today. I'm like, holy fuck, this. Wow, Trump is not going after them for two hundred million because like ten minutes before, seriously, he heard hundred and fifty Iranians would die, and he He's, pulled the plug just like yeah, that. Really? Yeah. That I was mean, that was a strange turn of events. Oh turned, my god, it turned so quickly. So no, but did you hear what he said? I think so. He was, you know, Sarah Sanders has left. Right? They don't do the the, the daily press brief anymore. He's changed everything, and he literally said. I should play it. It, it. Have you heard this? What he said? I think so. Oh, I mean, wait, I haven't wait. really heard it, but I've, I've read the the excerpts wait, wait, of it. Wait. I'm gonna, yeah. here, wait, wait. No, no. Have you heard him on the lawn? And I think this was today. I don't know how to make no, it. No, I, you know, no. I, no, no, you have to hear this. I mean, like, right. seriously, if I could get the thing to play. Hold on. It's not going to work. Okay. I, I, Having problems with it. I very seldom actually hear him say anything. When I do, it always strikes me as so odd because he's he's just he's a weird motherfucker. <laughs> no, doubt. no, I don't know. So and, he's and Trump announces major sanctions amid tensions. Right. So, right. Um, and yeah, we're moving forward with additional sanctions on Iraq. Good question. And uh, some of them are in place. As you know, we have about as strong a sanction grouping as you could possibly have on any country. But we're we're putting additional sanctions on. Uh, they're going on slowly and in some cases actually pretty rapidly. Uh, but Iran, uh, additional sanctions are being put on Iran. But if Iran wants to become a wealthy nation again, become a prosperous nation, we'll call it, let's make Iran 
great again. Does that make sense? Make Iran great again. It's okay with me. But they're never going to do it if they think in five or six years they're going to have a nuclear weapon. Now, hold on. So, so uh, my point is, these Persian-ass motherfuckers used to have wealth, man. The fucking Ayatollah fucked that shit up. I don't know the history, but I know it's going to be amazing. It's great. The weather's good. Some of the women are hot. They got a little unibrow sometimes, and I'm okay with that. I can make that work, but Iran is going to be great again. That's where All I'm right. going. What are you going to do when you're over there? What's what's your... Are you going to... Because they don't have much of a... There's not much of a film industry over there. So you're going to... Have you thought about it? You could drive something over there. I don't know. Camel. Um, I'm going to drive a camel. Okay, I'm going sure. to I'm gonna yeah. make us a union. I'm going to make the best... Listen, I don't know... Camel Uber. <laughs> I'm going to smoke camel lights. No, I'm going to smoke camel wides. Camel wides. Yeah, everybody and, smokes over there and drinks a lot true? of... Yeah, everybody smokes. They drink a lot of straw because you're not so, you know, you're not going to live that long. Because yeah. that's you know. Uh, by the way, I just go to find that story that took me forever to actually get the volume to work. Um, I, uh, I I I think I saw. I didn't actually see the picture of it, but it auto filled. Make America. I make Iran great. Hat. <laughs> <laughs> it should say. It should be the uh, Iranians have a, a cap that says "Make Death to America Great Again." <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so, that's, they could they could stitch that on their on their whatever their their headgear uh, if there's a name for that. I don't know what yeah, that is. Yeah, exactly what the Ayatollah uh, Khomeini wore. That <laughs> what, what he what he wore. Yeah. So, uh, I, man, so uh, I think you know what could be a good career over there uh, possibly is because um, I'm guessing um, they're hungry for it, John. They're 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 aching for it, and um, maybe Cameron can give you some some lessons. I know he's a he's a good musician. Your son, um, if you could if you could learn a little bit of uh, it only takes three chords. Learn three guitar chords, and uh, you can start. You could start doing. And, and you got a camel. That's a good. Yeah, uh, the, the that's could, right. would go together. You could. You could do. A, you could be a country. Uh, a country singer over there. Uh, start your own thing, and uh, start start doing uh, Middle Eastern country music as as a as a gig. And uh, I, it might work for you. I don't know. They, they probably haven't heard a lot of it. Have you seen this movie that's coming out? There's a movie coming out. Uh, it's a, 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 a it's a Beatles thing. This yeah, guy. yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard. I've, yep. I, I, yeah. I heard an interview with a guy today where I know the story. Yep. The, so the story is called. Isn't it called Imagine? Is that there? No, wait, it was no, the no, 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 no. It's uh, I forgot. So what, well, yesterday. What, yesterday 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 that makes more sense makes, yeah totally makes sense uh, yeah, yeah so. yes so he he's a guy that um the premise is that uh he realizes uh somehow that um the rest of the world doesn't know who the beatles are that the beatles actually didn't exist in some weird um, weird turn of events and uh but he knows all the beatles songs and um so he basically uh, uses uh, all that uh, Beatles knowledge and starts performing. And uh, right, well, know. no, he yeah, right. He's a musician, and, and yes. some weird thing happens where the rest of the world doesn't know it exists. Yes, and he, he he's just a struggling musician, and then he plays it, and nobody like, what is that? That's so moving. That's like the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. So it's a very strange place to be to be the only one in the world that's never that's so if, the only one that's ever heard the Beatles. You could do this with Garth Brooks because I'm sure they've they've not heard Garth. You can get over there and do something. <laughs> By the way, I I, I grew up uh, in New York in Staten Island, and while there are people there that are country fans, I, I can't do that with Garth. Brooks. You're just saying you haven't heard uh, you haven't heard it either. No, but, no, I no, I haven't heard it. I didn't like it. I I was cool with Garth Brooks. He seemed like an all right and cool dude, um, and I preferred his alter ego, which was uh, what was that guy's name? Do you remember him? 
Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines, that's right. Yeah. Maybe I'll go over there as Chris Gaines. Nobody really remembers him anyway. That didn't that's work for him. That's true. We had yeah, a, that like is a, true. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an yeah. I was thinking, character. I've, I've, I've joked about this uh, with Rachel a lot, is that, that I could write country, country music. Uh, it, to me, they, they, they always take a... a and, yeah, I couldn't sing it. I'm not a singer by any means, but um, they they always take lyrically. They 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 like to take a little twist in in something and turn it into something else. And it's it's that um, it's that um, thing where you you've got this dichotomy and these these things that you know. Okay, I, I you think about something in one particular direction and they they take you in the other direction to to pull at your heartstrings or or make you make you laugh or something like that. So I I was telling her. I said, you can write these lyrics. I, could, I think I could come up with these lyrics pretty easily. And then if I could get somebody just to do the music, the, the twangy music part of it, or, or however it works, um, I th- I'm, I'm sure I could do that. And uh, so I was just, I wrote, I wrote, I just wrote one while we were sitting here. Um, as you were. <laughs> while we were recording? Yeah, I wrote one. I just wrote, this is this, and I think this would be the... Uh, yeah, I think this would be probably the, the chorus. Is that what you call the thing that pops up two or three, two or three times during a song, or you know the thing that they sing over I, and over? I call it the hook. So the hook. So the, I don't so know, the, but it's a chorus. I got gotcha. you. So the hook is, um, um, and this is probably a little rough, but um, it's been a while. Thought we'd last forever, but that was only for a minute. And about the time that we were in it, forever faded like a smile. That's like a fucking poem, dude. Mic drop, motherfucker. That's like that's not even. I don't even know when did you didn't just write that while we were recording. It's been a while. I thought we'd last forever, but that was only for a minute. And about the time that we were in it, forever faded like a smile. I'm telling you, bitches. I don't know. I got this. I got this. No, I think that's well. Maybe country is the way to go with that. You know. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, have you uh, two artists this week? I discovered. Damn. Um, Who are they? Yo- Yola. You ever seen Yola? Y O L A. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You'd, I think you'd like Yola. You know, we we uh, we come from different places. We're different people, and uh, occasionally you'll you'll come up with something that uh, I, I'm like, "What was that all about?" And uh, maybe I don't get it, and, and and vice versa. But Yola is a uh, woman. She's actually British, which blows me away. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she uh, is a big black woman. Yeah, and she's she, big, big hair, big yeah. natural. Big natural hair. hair. She's uh, got her first, uh, looks like first uh, uh, CD out, whatever we call it these days. Her first album is out. Her first record, actually, they're they're doing vinyl. Mm-hmm. She's uh, um, the guy from the Black Keys. Um, uh, Dan, was it Auerbach? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Is yeah produced it, and uh, she they, they call it country soul. To me, it's like a, it's, it's like this, uh, just this 1970 sound that she's got. That's, and I mean that in a good way. She's, she, if you take a, a lot of the, the the sound that existed then, um, it's it's big, and they've got a lot of strings in the in the uh, in the arrangement. And uh, when you know, uh, it's it's good. She, she's good. Uh, anyway, so Yola, and then this other dude. Uh, I don't have my phone. Wait, wait, here. The it is. Venezuelan um, dude. No, there's another British guy. Oh, a different guy. Another, and he's another guy that's that's kind of. A, let me look at my because I had to uh, to figure this one out. I had to use uh, uh, what's the thing where you, you Leah, the, your phone listens to the music and then tells you. Oh, Shazam! What, what Shazam! You you to, yeah, I had to Shazam it. I Shazammed it. Shazam is a verb. Mm-hmm. What you it doing? Is. Just Shazamming. I'm, I'm Shazamming my podcast co-host song. Shazamming my God, it was thing. in it for a minute, and then I don't know forever and a smile. 
forever faded like a smile. Faded like a smile. See, I can't. I'm not going to remember any of that. Forever faded like a smile. So wait a minute. I'm trying to get to my goddamn. You ever have sometimes where you just have a trouble trying to get to the uh, to the to your desktop of your phone? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, all of this stuff. I can't find anything. Let me find this other dude. I should have had this. I should have had this written down. I should have been more prepared. That's what a uh, that's what a professional podcaster would be doing. Uh, let me go to my library in Shazam. Uh, Michael Kiwanuka, K I W A N U K A. Michael Kiwanuka. Yeah, that guy's awesome too. And that's kind of an old, really old school. Yeah, that guy. I remember. Yeah, I've heard that guy. I mean, basically, the music that you're talking about is like the music that like. Um, NPR finds, you know, like uh, yeah, yeah, if they, they don't do. have a tiny desk desk uh, concert, they will, you know. Uh, yeah, both of them. Past, yeah, know, they're tiny deskers. Yeah, you know. Um, ow. Hold me closer, tiny desker. <laughs> have Have you seen that movie yet? We talked. I about haven't. It. No, no. Uh, and I'd like to. I would, but um, that. But the, although I had somebody tell me, and I didn't realize that it's it is it is a musical, and not not. I thought it was like a, you know, I knew that there was music in it, and that they were. The, you know that there would be songs sung and all that but i didn't realize somebody would be you know just walking down the street and would you know break out into a little song and dance routine as a part of the story so it is that kind of musical but which i didn't realize which usually those are not my favorite but uh, i think i could probably warm up to it the way it sounds hmm i'm trying to find another guy that i heard today who, whom? Oh man, he's uh, his mom is Venezuelan, father is American. God, he, oh, that's where you got the Venezuelan. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> and he's like new, and I had just heard it today. And I, 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 fucking guy, he's pretty good. He was also a visual artist. I had come across him on Instagram once, because I don't know how, but through someone I knew, maybe the, and uh, fuck, I wish I could remember his name. Um, yeah, he's got a new album coming out, and I heard it there, and it and it kind of sounded a little like Neil Young, um, Dylan. Like it was good. I wish I, I'm not good. I don't. I didn't Shazam it. I mean, I, I I heard the song somewhere. I think it was either satellite radio or Spotify. Oh, and Spotify they changed the playlist. I mean, changed the out the the, the layout. Have you seen that? Yes, I did. And yeah. I don't like it. A lot of you don't, people like, don't it? like it. No, I don't like it. I don't. I didn't really understand it before. I don't know. I don't think I like it because they separate music and podcasts. I guess they're moving in a direction. They're adding them. I thought you can put them all on the same playlist so that it does. Yeah, I don't know anymore. Well, they they did. Yeah, they. I think the, you can make a playlist that's both podcasts and music, and they also added um, a, a thing that is basically. It will just play music like uh, what's the what's the other this, uh, the deal that everybody uses the other music service that uh, you Pandora? just put it on. Yeah, it's like Pandora. So you just put it on and you say, "I I like you know pick an artist. I like Wilco," and then the thing starts playing. It just doesn't play just Wilco songs. It's artists like Wilco. So you know it starts you know bouncing around, and then four songs later you're on Garth Brooks. Is what always happens to me. Something something strange is, is why I didn't ever like Pandora. That's why I stay away from it because I wanted to build my own damn playlist. But yeah, they've added that now as an alternative. So they, 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 it's like a, they're calling it like a radio station, sort of. Uh, I, th- I think is what they're using, something like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't. Um, their suggested stuff always is really good. It, it seems to just usually fit. And um, 
uh, you know, when they we, they put together these categories, whatever the categories are, you know, uplifting soul, uh, run, punk, run, stuff like that, you know, easy alternative. The, when you get into those lists, they're always pretty good. They're, they're always, the way they... Uh, they they put stuff together is i think it's it's just well done so um the only thing that i you know the, the missing artists in there occasionally throws me off uh um, yeah jay-z very fuck you jay-z <laughs> there's like there's a little bit of jay-z not much yeah very very little the lincoln park stuff and some of that other junk like that is in there but uh, yeah that fat joe song yeah i don't know what that song is but i've heard it and i know it and every time i hear it i'm like and then i'm like is that is that that is that that jay-z it is that's good. jay-z yeah yeah so yeah there's yeah. there's a little yeah. bit but yeah. not not the whole the whole catalog is not there there's merch if you go in there and look for jay-z you can uh, there's a merchandise link which i don't know what that's all about but i guess uh yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah buy order a order vinyl through there or something i haven't i've never tried it i don't know uh, but they're always willing to sell you something. It's the way the world works. Oh, shit. Wow. Did you figure it out? What's it? No, no, no. I just, I, I'll never find the guy. I don't know. I mean, like, he may not even exist. I may have made up a, a character. I'm just getting texts about picking up Kylie and uh, Cameron. I don't even know. I, I, just ask her, hey, who's the Venezuelan guy? And, yeah, uh, I don't know. But I, how, uh, many, how many people were really at the party? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I lost my wallet this week. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. I don't know that. if I told you about. It. Did I text you? Did you texted text me. You said, yeah, did yeah. I ever get back to you to, to to let you know the outcome? No, you didn't. All right, so you know, so I'm working on this show. It's it's called the Hunt. It's a bunch of like fucking. It's 1977, and it's a bunch of Nazi hunters. Like a brutal Ooh. show. Ten, ten episodes. Amazon, Al Pacino. He's oh, that's right. he's number two on the call sheet, but he's never he, I, in seven days that I've worked, he hasn't been there once. It's fucking Al Pacino. I mean, fucking. Scarface, fucking Michael Corleone. Come on, he's not. He he works with. He's almost eighty, right? And and yeah. and I, I'm forty. I'm forty eight this year. He's been a fairly well known, you know, uh, you know, preeminent actor of our time my entire life, right? Who very few people don't know who Al Pacino is, and so. He, um, yeah, I haven't seen him, but uh, it, it seems like it's pretty good. You know, Jordan Peele, you know, Jordan Peele uh, from Keen Peele, who yeah. edited, uh, his production company is the one that kind of picked it up. And it's a, it's a big, it's a big, it, I think it's going, I don't see scripts, obviously. You know, I see a call sheet that has a breakdown of the day. I think this is going to be big. I think it's going to be real big, not just because of Al Pacino. You don't get to see the dailies. They don't. They don't let teamsters see the dailies. I'm going to ask that in the van. I'm going to like, hey. And I, I was driving one of the writer producers. And I'm like, hey, uh, did I see the dailies? Uh, I just, uh, I got, I got, I got some notes for Jordan. Uh, I love to be. I like to do some editing. If I was like, like I, I love, I love Key and Peele. Um, but, but I, I like, I like that movie. Uh, uh, Keanu, Keanu. That's the one with the cat and the the, the thing. <laughs> Nobody saw it, but you know who was in it. Method Man. You know who went to school with Method Man? This guy right here. <laughs> right here. So did uh, you get your wallet back? Oh, I forgot about the wallet. <laughs> I'm easily distracted. <laughs> I know. I, like, I didn't think I, you were going back to it. I know. Yeah. I was. Honestly, if you didn't say anything, I would have been like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I I didn't want to leave anybody hanging. I don't think anyone <laughs> should care about my wallet. Um, it's stupid. It's you know what when you think about it, what's in there? Money and some credit cards and a and a driver's license. Uh, yeah, I. That's all. That's I, all. Um, so, so the night the night before, I stayed in uh, a uh, a Brooklyn 
there's so much more to this that I totally forgot about because um, we were talking about parenting and shit and Trump and I don't know. You wrote a song. I played a clip from Trump. This is like no other. I think we've made a, a real turning point in episode 145. I wrote two more country songs since we've... <laughs> okay. Then fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do an extra 10 minutes because we're only doing one of these a week. And <laughs> this will be your new shtick. Right right do one. Well, interlude for the wallet. It's NG. No, no, we're not doing no, that. No, you don't want to. <laughs> um, so, so, where do I, so, so it's kind of crazy. So I don't. I, let let me go back before the wallet. If you just right. indulge me for a minute, we'll, we'll just be a little long so, this so, show. Yeah, yeah. So, right. so listen. So, so, um, like I said, I've I've done seven days on this show. Okay, it was uh, like a full over a week ago, Thursday and Friday, were my day one and day two. And uh, I was driving a van. Cool. And there are a lot of Johns on this job, so I've become JC, okay? Instead of John, I use my initials, JC. All these guys know my name. They're like, JC. And I wonder if they like me because I've got the same initials as Jesus Christ, and it's a thing. I don't really know. But I'm like, I'm digging this JC persona, right? I'm like, I'm not John. Everybody knows JC. It's JC, the director. Come here, JC. (laughs) Yeah, I heard that he's going to be editing episode seven. Um, So anyway, uh, he saw (laughs) saw the dailies. Um, (laughs) So anyway, so... So the first two days are fine, whatever. I, where'd, you, so, where'd you get that spark code? So at one point, I, I can't remember what day it is, but I, I, I think yeah, I think it was on. So it's like uh, Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. On Wednesday, we're in Manhattan, okay? We're downtown Manhattan. I literally saw AOC, uh, uh, Cortez, you know, the one? The, the, yeah. The, I saw her on the street in, with another woman, like, walking down the street. I was in the van. I didn't have a moment to take out my phone. And so... So I showed up to to work a little bit late because the writer producer that I was driving was slept in. He was having, you know, he decided to sleep in. And uh a little bit. And he can, he didn't need to be there. But I don't know this, right? I'm just waiting for the guy. Right? So he um I show up late downtown Manhattan, like down in the Wall Street area, right down by the South Street Seaport. It's really hard to get parking, right? And 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 even when we hold the parking, we have so many vehicles, we're sort of limited. And I really had to go to the bathroom. I had to pee so badly. And I wanted to get breakfast, too. So I dropped the guy off, and then I circle around the block, like, so many times. Like, it's got to be a good half an hour of circling around the block. And I see that there's a guy in his car with his brake lights on. I'm like, I'm gonna, I want to pull there. So I finally, I, I, like, he, he, I finally pull around the block. He pulls out, and I pull out on the street. Now, I know that my ex-girlfriend, right, the one that uh, I was kind of with for about a year and a half and, like, really intense, worked with her. It was right around the time that I uh, got separated from my, after I got separated from my wife. Anyway, don't do the math there. But I was there, and I, and I knew, but I have never seen her this new apartment because she and her ex-husband got back together, and they live in this apartment. I, I, I walked, I, I saw her recent, not recently, but in February, and I walked her home home to her apartment but I was a little bit drunk and she went up and I didn't even know where it was but I knew it was downtown now I knew I was like I wonder if I'll see her today I I swear as I pull up in front her I see her daughter 
walk out of the building and I see her walk behind her. Literally, the moment I pull up, honestly, I would not have been able to tell you the street she lived on, the <laughs> building she pulled out. I was like, there's the number of people down here, buildings where I could have pulled over the moment she pulled out, and then her ex husband pulled out. Now I'd met him, I'd talked to him, and whatever. I, I don't even know if he saw me. I chatted with him, her for a minute, and she's like, "Oh, are you gonna be here for a while?" Yeah. And then I saw her again, and it was like, I mean, I saw her so many times because I was literally parked in front of her fucking apartment. It's it's like a, that throws me off a little bit, you know. Later that night, I book an Airbnb, and I've been trying to get in touch with a friend of mine, and 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 I haven't seen him in a couple of years. He was my boss and uh, at Bumble and Bumble, the hair product company, and uh, and I book an Airbnb in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. You don't know where your Airbnb is going to be until it's confirmed. I get the confirmation; it's literally on his street. 30 seconds away from where he lives. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, you know, people have to understand, uh, you know, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, like, there are a lot of fucking people in this city. It's a big city. Like, you know, it's a big city, right? So it's like, what? Now, I didn't see him, but nonetheless, that was weird, right? So whatever. So I get into this little uh, place, you know, and it's fine. It does the job. And now it's, it's the morning, you know, the next morning. I go to pick up this guy. I get to his his hotel an hour early. He's in Williamsburg. I'm close, whatever. And I go for a 45-minute walk. Three days in a row, I do a 45-minute walk. And I'm not thinking much of it. I'm walking around, walking around. Finally, the guy comes out. He's got a personal assistant, and he's got some guy that works for Jordan Peele's production company. And I've got to drive like an hour. While driving, I notice that I don't have my wallet. Now, my wallet has my driver's license in it. That's what I do. I should always have my driver's license, so I'm freaking yeah. out. But you're, you're driving people. You like, so I like, I reach in my back pocket, back pocket, front pocket. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Now I'm panicking. Now I'm panicking. I'm never gonna work again. I lost my <laughs> wallet, right? Because I'm like, I'm a driver, right? I don't know about the law, about what happens. It, but like, I'm thinking, if I get pulled over, this is gonna cost time. He's gonna get there late. But I'm like, shut. And I'm trying to shut the voice in my head. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Drop him off. I'm like, fuck. I drop him off, and I see my boss, my aunt set boss and I'm just thinking to myself fuck I it's I I mean I have scoured before I, I I go up to him I scoured the van I looked in my overnight bag pockets under the seat nothing so I just walked up and I hey uh, Don I just want to let you know I can't find oh and Don by the way lives on Staten Island he has the last the same last name as one of my cousins turns out that he is also <laughs> his cousin okay so listen he he's cousins on the father's side my dad and I are cousins on the mother's side. It's crazy. Like, I'm like, what are the... There are so many connections, and there are more. But, so, you know, I don't have my wallet, and the last thing I want to do, I don't like to ask questions. I don't like to... The way I'm talking, it's telling me forever. I don't like to talk to these guys. I just like to keep a low profile. Everybody's happy to see JC. You know, I'm going to turn their water into wine. Everything's great. But this, I just said, fuck it. I said, there's no point in not telling him. So I discre- I walk up to him. He's in a circle of guys. They're just talking bullshit. And I said, Don, you have a sec? I just want to... And I tell him, I said, I don't know what happened, but uh, sometime between last night and, and this morning, I lost my wallet. I got my thing. So he's like, yeah, no worries. All right, uh, I'll, I'll send you down to back to New York City because we were upstate New York. We were like uh, by Sleepy Hollow, New York, you know, Ichabod Crane, Sleepy Hollow, you know, and uh, he said, yeah, I'll send you down. So a couple of hours later, he sends me down. I drive back, finally get in touch with the Airbnb guy. He's not here. I'm like, you know, I, I trust you that it's not there, but do, are you okay if I come back and walk? Whatever. I, I No, it's not. Here. I looked, not there. I retraced my steps, not there. Fuck. I called the Williamsburg Police Department. <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking crazy. It's fucking Brooklyn. No way. 
call him up. Here's the deal. Not cold. <sighs> All right. Fucking a couple of hours go by. I'm like, fuck. I, I, I renew my driver's license online. Easiest thing ever. I print out an interim driver's license. I can actually breathe now. I feel okay. I cancel both debit cards and my credit card. And uh, at 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, I'm driving a couple of people. My dad calls me like seven times in a row. <laughs> now, I'm like, I don't answer it because I, I don't answer the call when I'm driving people at work. You know, it's like it's raining. It's dangerous. It's like I can't. And, and also, when a family member calls me, if it's something upsetting or bad, there's nothing I can do about it anyway. And the last thing I need to be in is a bad headspace. So I don't answer the phone. So I f- drop these people off. I call them back. He's like, John. Yeah, yeah. Uh, police precinct. 94th precinct. Uh, they called. They called me. And um, they've got your wallet. Like, <laughs> like what? So it was the other precinct. Uh, so on my walk, I must have uh, must have fallen out of my pocket, and uh, someone picked it up and turned it in. Uh, so at about uh, ten thirty that night, I picked it up, and uh, the guys, the fucking, the 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 two police officers uh, were giving me so much shit because not only. Did I have my driver's license, which of course you should have in there? I had a global entry card. I had a, um, I had uh, my social security card in there, and they're like, "Dude, you you have way too much in there." I was like, "It's not like a George Costanza." He's like, "We could people could steal your identity." I'm like, "Dude, I'm a 47 year old dude who lives in his ex wife's pool house. Like, go ahead, steal my identity." They're like, "That should be a sitcom." Ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.